Welcome to the Legal Marketing 2.0 Podcast. I'm your host, Guy Alvarez, where we examine the latest trends in digital marketing and explain how they can help you get more leads and acquire more clients. In today's episode, we're going to talk about marketing analytics and why they play an important role for your law firm in order to get more leads. But before we get started, let me ask you a question. Do you struggle with digital marketing and how to make it work for you and your law firm? If so, I want you to go to lawfirmmarketinghelp.com and sign up for a free digital audit. This audit will provide you with all the information you need to improve your digital marketing and get the results you want. So Guy, let's dig right in. Uh, how many law firms are using analytics and, and really how many of them are using analytics correctly? It's a good question, Tim. Uh, the more I speak with law firms, the more I realize that very few are actually using analytics. So they're just doing stuff without actually measuring it, which is, seems kind of amazing to me. And most of the ones that are using analytics are not using them correctly because what they're doing is they're collecting data, uh, but they're not doing anything with the data. They're not getting any insights out of the data so that they can do something with those insights. So one of the things that I think of, and I'm sure everyone thinks of when you think of analytics immediately is Google Analytics, right? You have a website and you connect your website to Google Analytics and you see like some of the basics like page views. What is the difference? I know there's more to it than just Google Analytics. There's something called digital marketing analytics. So what is the difference between what we would call web analytics, which is basically Google Analytics, and digital marketing analytics? So that's a really good question also. Most people, when they think of analytics uh, at law firms, there's like, yeah, well, we have Google Analytics and you know we see how many visitors we get and how many page views we get. Um, and maybe we look at what the content is that people are reading and what's the most content that's getting the most volume or, or traffic. Digital marketing analytics really goes beyond that. First of all, it's not just measuring your website. It's also measuring all the other things you're doing from a marketing perspective. And that can include uh, SEO. That can include uh, how your content is performing on email, on social media. It can include, you can even tie in events or uh, different campaigns you might be doing. So uh, with, with digital marketing analytics, you get a lot more information, not just about how your website is performing, but really to figure out how your overall integrated digital marketing strategy is doing. So, you know, I've struggled with this for a long time, Guy. I, in, in terms of identifying what are the most important analytics, because there, there's such a thing as, I forget what they call it, but when you just look at those, the kind of analytics that make you feel good, like, oh, here, we got more page views or right. something like that. Um, I know there's a term for it, right? Um, and um, so why is digital marketing analytics or digital an marketing analytics important? Because digital marketing analytics can help a law firm or a legal marketer understand the effectiveness of their marketing, not just the effectiveness of their website, but also it, it helps you as a marketer 
or as a lawyer to identify how each of your marketing initiatives, social media, blogging, email marketing, online advertising, events, all of those things, you can see how they're stacking up, what kind of return on investment you're getting from those activities. And then you can really figure out, wow, we really should be doing more of this, less of this. This was working really well. This is not working so well. Um, and, and not only that, but if you're doing it right, you can actually get real-time analytics. So if you're doing an event or a CLE conference or you held a webinar, you can see real-time the effects of what you're doing, not just that day, but for many, many days and weeks and months to come. Um, and, and so that's really powerful to figure out who your target audience is, what they're doing, what they're interested in, how frequently they're coming back, what's the kind of information they're looking at, whether it's on your website, what emails they're opening, um, what social media content they're engaging with, all of those things in one, um, in one dashboard are really, really important. So, you know, we talk about so much about content, we're believers in content, and it's not that, that difficult to convince someone and to show them the benefits of content like blogging or having landing pages on your website and social media. But it's all not as useful if you don't measure and you see what's working and what's not working and then make decisions based on that. Am I right? Absolutely. And, you know, as you were saying that, I just remembered I, I drive back and forth from New York City to New Jersey every week to go have dinner with my daughters. And right outside the Lincoln Tunnel, every, every time, there's this huge billboard. Um, and it says, I don't know if you've seen it, Tim. I don't think uh, so. I think the guy's name is something Broderick. It just says something, uh, Matthew Broderick, no, it's not Matthew, but whatever Broderick, attorney at law. And that's it. No URL, no anything. It just has his name and it says attorney at law. Whoa. And every day that I see that, I'm like, first of all, how much is this guy spending on this? And, and more importantly, how is he measuring the effect of something like that? He has no way to measure. He, he's not a brand. He's not Colgate. He's not, uh, uh, you it's know, not Google. Uh, Google. Not he, it's not about brand recognition. This guy is paying, I, I would have to say, at least ten, twenty thousand dollars a month, if not more. And how is he possibly measuring the, the, what he's getting in return for that investment? And I was thinking, like, you take twenty thousand dollars and put it into a, a Facebook advertising campaign, or you invest it in content marketing, or you do a pay per click on Google AdWords. You can at least figure out what kind of return you're getting from what you're doing. And and so to market without that information is just it's to me it's incredible. Oh, that's nuts. You know. You know, God, I wouldn't I wouldn't see that. You know, I've lived in New York for 22 years and 22 years without a car. So, no, I would not see. But that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I would I think I'd have the same uh, uh, reaction. Um yeah. so what are Oh, by the way, you know what? I remembered the term I was trying to to recall earlier, which is vanity metrics. Right. I mean, we are all guilty of that, in, not just in, in analytics with where web or digital marketing efforts are concerned. We are all guilty of like um, vanity metrics. It just makes us feel a little bit 
better about the efforts that we put through. But what are some of the tools that we can use um, to measure our efforts? Well, you know, there's a lot of tools and even, you know, the most basic of tools or the most well-known tool is Google Analytics. Very few people at law firms really know how valuable or how much data you can actually get from Google Analytics. Uh, most firms, like I said, will just look at traffic, uh, number of visits, number of visitors. Um, maybe they'll look at uh, how much time is being spent per session. Maybe they'll look at bounce rate. Uh, you know, are, are visitors coming in and bouncing right out? Uh, and then you can take a deeper look and look at um, what content is being viewed the most. Uh, but you can dive, as you know, a lot deeper and you can actually follow what people are doing. So when they go to one page, do they jump out or they go to the next page? And so what's the journey that they're trying to, uh, that they're going through your website? At, at which point are they jumping off? Um, you can also see by channel where you're getting most of your traffic. Is it coming from social? Is it coming from, from search? Is it coming from direct? Is it coming from advertising? So Google Analytics, even though it's the most well-known analytics platform out there, is very, very rich. And there's a lot of meaningful insights that you can get out of Google Analytics. Beyond that, as I said, when you're looking at digital marketing analytics, you can't just focus on your website. You also have to see what, how your other channels are performing. So there are many tools uh, that allow you to measure, for example, analytics on your social. Um, Hootsuite, we use Hootsuite. Hootsuite just purchased a, a company to really enhance their analytics. And now you can see uh, a lot more of, of how your content is performing on social, what kind of engagement and reach, uh, and a lot more meaningful insights out there. Um, same thing with email. You can look at, email. Most, most firms will just look at click-through rates and open rates. But there's a lot more that you can get out of that. And that's where marketing analytic, uh, marketing automation tools and platforms come in, right? Uh, you have platforms like Pardot and HubSpot and Marketo and Eloqua. Um, there's uh, Infusionsoft, uh, Drip. There's a lot of different tools out there that go beyond just your web analytics and can really see how your audience, how your visitors, um, how your targets are behaving every time you communicate with them, whether that be on social, whether that be on email, whether that be through your website, whether that be through events, you can even assign um, uh, different ways uh, to really measure what they're doing. So th those are some of the tools. Um, there's also SEO tools where you can measure how you're ranking on SEO, tools like Moz or Majestic. Um, there are tools and dashboards where you can bring it all together so we use agency analytics. We used to use a tool called Dash This that really brought everything together into one big dashboard and sort of gave you a view of how everything was performing across the board to give you an opportunity to really measure and figure out what's working, what's not, what needs to be tweaked, all of those different things. I, what's surprising to me, Guy, is almost every tool that I use and you don't even know that it's there, there's an analytics component to it. You know, when I'm on Twitter, I remember a couple of years ago, or maybe it was just a year ago, um, I'm, I'm on Twitter, the platform, not in any of the tools that, um, third-party tools, 
And right to the right of me, there's a, you can just click on analytics and it shows you. So we would maybe, I would send out a tweet and you're like, oh, I got two retweets or I got five likes or something like that. And that's just a, the very basics, right? The, the vanity metrics, if you will. But then when, you, when I clicked on that, you see the reach, you see all of these other, other things that are more, that are meaningful, right? So on a personal level, that might be meaningful to you, but on a, you know, for your law firm, that's super, super important, that yeah. kind of information. You know, I was going to ask you about uh, marketing automation because I was having uh, lunch earlier and someone was talking about Podio actually, and they were talking about looking, when they send out an email, looking at the dashboard in real time and then you have a sales team or you have people that will follow up just based on that dashboard. It's pretty, it's some amazing things that you can do with that. You mean Podio or Pardot? Ah, not Podio, Pardot. <laughs> you know, you used to use, we use Podio, Podio too. Man, I get, I'm starting to get confused with all the different um, uh, tools that we use. But yeah, Pardot, that's the marketing automation tool. Yeah, with Pardot, it's, it's a really, you know, all, all these marketing automation platforms are really powerful and you can... Uh, you can really segment your audience, not just based upon who they are, you know, what title, what industry, what level of seniority. Um, those are just some basic ways to segment your audience. But you can, more importantly, you can segment your audience based upon their actual behavior. So if you notice that uh, a certain um, person or certain visitor to your site is gaining, is getting a lot of interest in uh, intellectual property litigation or, or, or um, uh, patents and trademarks, um, you can actually see uh, and follow that person and deliver more content based upon that that you know is going to be of interest to them. So that's really where the powerful power of analytics comes in is that you can really see what your prospects or your targets are interested in and then more, deliver more of that rich content and experience uh, than just you know sending out a mass email and hoping that everyone's going to open and read it, which we know is not true. I tell you, often though, Guy, when I speak to or I have a conversation with anyone who is like a marketer or an attorney who is uh, saying, look, we are interested in analytics, we are taking a look at it, I sort of glaze over after a while and say, I just don't have the time. There's so much data. Yeah. Is there a connection between, I, like how does IT or how does um, maybe a tech person at a law firm work with marketing to make sense of that data? So, so that's a great question. Um, there's this book out there right now by a woman named Adele Swede or Swede. And um, she is the chief marketing officer at uh, SAS, which is one of these huge... IT cloud computing companies. And in her book, which is called The Analytical Marketer, she talks about how analytics totally changed the way that they were doing business and, and the way that they were marketing to their customers. And in that book, she talks about the relationship between IT and marketing and how important it is for both sectors, for both departments to really understand what the business objectives of the firm are and the type of information that they're trying to gain in order to be successful with their marketing and business development expenditures. And so I think for any law firm, any especially any uh, sizable law firm that, that has big marketing and IT departments, it's important for there to really be a collaboration 
where everyone knows what is expected and they can work together to get the data and analyze it in a way that is going to make a meaningful business impact to the firm. And that's really the end goal. You know, um, I was talking to a CMO recently and she was, we were talking about analytics and she's like, well, why is analytics so important? You know, is it just to please the partner to say, oh yeah, we, we got, you know, a million hits last week or whatever it is. Um, but the reason why it's so important, especially for the legal marketer is it, it, it allows you to do things based upon data instead of just reacting with your in, instinct, right? With your, with your gut instinct. Just because you think your audience or your potential clients are interested in something does not necessarily make it true. Right. And, but the data doesn't lie. Yeah. The data will tell you if you're right or wrong. So instead of making business decisions based on instinct, make them based on data. And it's, to me, it's not just making those decisions, but making a business case for what you want At, to do. Exactly right. right? That's exactly right. So I, I was as similar to you as, as speaking to a marketer at a law firm the other day. And uh, over the course of six months, they were talking to the managing partner, to some of the partners in charge of making marketing decisions. And they would go with several suggestions and went nowhere until they looked at data and then made a business case for it. And boom, a light went on, right? And because you track those journeys from a lead to a client, how, how long did it take? How much does it co did it cost? And all of a sudden that became uh, something that a, a partner would listen to. Exactly, exactly. All right, so we covered a lot here, Guy. What are, I would say, let's think about like, what are maybe a couple of takeaways that um, we've often, obviously, expressed how much we think analytics should be part of a digital marketing strategy and campaign and effort. Um, so let's take a look at just maybe content and like, and including social media and a couple of takeaways on that in terms of analytics. Well, I would say a couple of things about analytics overall and, and, um, and we can talk about content and social media, but a couple of things. Mm -hmm. One is the first thing before you start measuring anything before you start measuring digital performance you got to figure out what your key performance indicators are right what and and this has nothing to do necessarily with technology this is more business objectives right so if your goal is to generate 10 more leads a month or land four more clients a month or whatever your goals are maybe uh, you know, get him, get be able to speak in front of people more often, or provide additional value to your existing clients so that they're getting more of the content they they like. Um, so you have to figure out those business objectives and then tie them into the data and see how that actually performs. So I think that's the basic basic understanding: is what are your business objectives and how can we tie this into data. Um, so that's one thing. The second thing is Google Analytics is free. Uh, there's no, And it's a really powerful platform that doesn't cost you a dime. So no matter whether you're a, a solo practitioner or a chief marketing officer or at a 2,000 lawyer firm, um, it's not going to cost you a dime. And so it's really important that you use Google Analytics. But 
you should learn the basics. And there's tons of free courses. Google gives you free certification. If you want to take courses, uh, they're videos, they have short sessions. Um, so it's really valuable from that perspective also is use the tools that are available. Um, and then the third piece I would say that that's takeaway is, you know, when it comes to social media, a lot of people focus on reach and how many followers and how many friends or likes. But to me, the more important thing is engagement. Mm -hmm. That's really where, you know, it doesn't matter if you have a thousand followers and 900 of them don't engage with you and don't share your content. I'd rather have a hundred followers that are that love my content and are sharing it with other people. So um, it's really important to look at that from that perspective. I couldn't agree more. And you know, you're talking about that Google certification and it's free, right? You're talking, and I was thinking that maybe I should go through that. And, and maybe we, I, we can do like a blockbuster series on that yep. um, as I go through each step and maybe even like a podcast at some point um, about some of the lessons learned. Eh? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So do you struggle with digital marketing and how to make it work for you and your law firm? If so, go to lawfirmmarketinghelp.com and sign up for a free digital audit. The audit will provide you with all of the information you need to get your digital marketing to produce the results that you want. And thank you so much for joining us for the latest episode in our Legal Marketing 2.0 podcast. Thank you, Tim. And uh, I should say one thing that I'm excited about is next week we're going to have our first guest on the Legal Marketing 2.0 podcast. Uh, it is Yolanda Carducciello. And Yolanda, who's the former CMO at Cleary and Devavoice, is going to come in and talk about the client journey uh, and client journey mapping. So it should be a great session, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Before you go, and if you like this episode, you need to make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on any new episodes we have coming. All you need to do is go to iTunes or our website and do a search for Legal Marketing 2.0. And again, if you have any questions, just send us an email at podcast at goodtobesocial.com. Also, if you're struggling with making your digital marketing work for your law firm and you would like some help, make sure you go to lawfirmmarketinghelp.com and sign up for a free consultation. Until then, thank you again.